Blog Talk Radio. Talk listeners, this is Rosemary Young coming to you from Hancock, Maine. Got Tom Hayes here, my host. Tom, you there? Oh, I don't hear Tom, but I have Alicia DeWitt here from Augusta, Maine. And Alicia, are you on? I sure am, Rosie. Hey, Alicia, how are you this morning? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I am doing great, and it is wonderful to finally have you here with us to to tell us your story. I've been very impressed with what I have been seeing. You have really been, uh, you really put a very positive vibe out there, and I'm really looking forward to hearing it. So, uh, yes, Alicia, a little bit about your your page here, Beauty Sparkles Within. Would you like to start with that? Sure. Um, well, well, I'll tell you a little bit about myself and about the page. Um, my name is Alicia DeWitt. I currently live in Augusta, Maine. I'm 22 years old. I was born in April on the 23rd, 1993. And I started my Beauty Sparkles Within page because I was very moved and motivated by a woman who is a plus-size model now. Her name is Tess Holiday. And I saw a bunch of feedback from her through Twitter and Facebook and other uh, websites and medias and things like that. And her confidence with her body and the way she projected herself towards other people was absolutely phenomenal. And I decided as a young woman that I wanted to pursue kind of about the same thing, but I wanted it to be about everybody, transgenders, uh you know, any sexuality, men, women, teens, uh, young adults, anybody that had problems with their body or their weight or being bullied in school. And I wanted to be able to tell my stories that would possibly be able to help others out there and be able to speak out and say that bullying is not okay. And these are the things that you can do to have people help you and go about doing things. And don't be afraid to speak up to somebody. If there's something that's going on in your life that you think is not okay about your weight or if it's about your home life or anything, you speak up and you tell with confidence about what is going on in your life. Yes, and as I I wanted to mention, the name of the show is Upbeat, and I want to say what you just said, Alicia, that very upbeat, very just extremely positive you i've i've read some of the posts you've put on your beauty sparkles within and even some of the even just some of your posts alone on your your timeline your your personal timeline alone very just uh uplifting encouraging and 
I really, I have to give you kudos for that. I just, I have to hand it to you for, you know, a young woman. It's very hard in today's society with the way women, they say women are supposed to look, which personally myself, I don't agree. Um, You know, everybody has their own look and everybody's beautiful in their own way. And that is just what you're saying. That is just what your page, your blog. You also have a a blog you're doing as well. We'll, We'll get on to that. But um, as and you know, it's it's not what you're portraying on the outside; it's what's on the inside. Isn't that right? Exactly. And I want people to feel like you know, with my stories, you know, I've struggled with my weight all through my life. I got bullied in high school, middle school, elementary school. My stepmother's family members, you know, things like that. And it always came back on me, and I felt like I was never good enough or I was never, you know, I never looked like the models in the magazines or, you know, things that had just really ate ate me inside and ate my feelings and it made me depressed and made me, I just didn't want to be out with society because there, yes, there are very manipulative people in society and sometimes, like, you know, there are people out here that are skinny because of health issues. There's bigger people that are out here in this world because of health issues, diabetes, thyroid, uh, certain different glands that they have that are going on, people that are skinny that can't eat or can't hold their food down due to a medical issue, cancer, etc. And I want people to know, young people too, children, teens, that it is okay to come out and say, I am beautiful, this is who I am, and I do accept the way that I look. Because no matter what, there is nobody else in this world but me that looks like this, and I can love myself and cherish my body for the way that it is. That That's wonderful. You know, I I had a microphone I had set up, and I would be able to sit here and applaud you, but it, I had misplaced it. So let's just say <laughs> I am giving you applause right now for saying that, because it's that's the way it's been for a long time. And it's... and you know, you you wonder if the ones that are bullying, you know, others, are they the ones, those, do you feel those are the ones I feel that are really harboring a lot of, you know, um, self-esteem issue or hurt inside of them? Yeah, most definitely, because I, as a young girl and as a teen growing up, I never understood why, you know, certain girls or even guys would even you know, they turn their back or they say, oh, well, you have beautiful eyes and things like that. Well, it's like, you know, it's more than that. You know, I'm more of a person, not just the outside. Like, I have feelings. I have a heart. Just like every single person in this world, no matter what your color is, what your race is, what your what your body type is, it does not matter. God created you in a way for that nobody else can be you except for you. And for you to be able to accept that every day that you wake up and look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am beautiful. This is who I am. And I am proud to stand here and call myself this. This is this is who I am. And there's nobody or anything that is going to change that, whether, no matter who it is, men, there's a lot of men that struggle with this. There's transgender. There is a lot of uh, gay people out there that are afraid to come out because of what they expect that people are going to think about their sexuality. And I am a very open person. I do not discriminate. I don't judge books by its cover. 
And I think that everybody in their life deserves to be happy, no matter what your sex is, no matter what type of body figure you have. You are beautiful. And if you know you're beautiful, then you stand out there and you show it and you tell people, I am beautiful and this is me. There's no way you're going to bring me down. You're a beautiful person. Hey, this person, is Tom. I don't know if you guys can hear me. I can hear you, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I just my microphone isn't working. I just want to congratulate the both of you on a fantastic job. And I'm just going to uh, be listening here, and I'll jump in when I can. I had to call in to the guest line, actually, to be heard. So, uh, awesome. Alicia, welcome welcome to the show. I, th- I, love your, uh, I love your approach. I love your delivery. I love your message. So carry on. Go ahead. Thank you so much. So about my blog page and all that, you know, I've had actually multiple people, when I started my Beauty Sparkles Within page, I did it because... I have had, you know, like I said previously, a lot of things going on in my life where I was bullied and tortured and, you know, by family, friends, uh, people that have turned their back against me. And I thought, okay, well, if I'm not good enough for anybody else, then how can somebody love me if I don't love myself? And I thought about that for years and years and years. And then I finally woke up one day and I was like, you know something? I am a beautiful person. I have an awesome personality. I can sing. I can play guitar. I've been blessed by God to have all these amazing talents. I have a wonderful family. My mother, Barbara Fields, my sister, Naomi, my nephew, Caden, my fiancé, Josh, my stepson, Cooper, my stepfather, Arthur, and they have all supported me. They've all, you know, when I've asked them about these pages, I've said, what do you guys think about this? Do you think it would be a good idea? And they've all supported me, and they've all shown me, you know, love and support and compassion, and I was so thankful for that. And I made my page. I did my first video, and I got 10,000 hits in 24 hours. I could not believe it. It was unbelievable. And the messages that these young ladies and men were sending me, the way you inspire people and the way you talk to people, you don't you don't try to pressure people to make them feel a certain way. You want people to feel loved and compassionized, and you want them to feel like they can be what they want to be. And if your dreams can explode and you want to go and be a doctor or you want to go and you want to become a Harvard Law student, there is no means by anything that can hold you down and make you go above and beyond your dreams. Absolutely, and that's I. Everything you're saying, I I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I went. I had same issues as a you know as a young girl myself with uh, bullying and and all that. I you know and you just at some point in your life you look at yourself in the mirror and you say it's not what they're saying it's what I'm saying. Exactly. People can tell you and tell you over and over again what you should do, where you should go, but that's their opinion. That's them. That's what may make them happy. It's what makes you happy. What you make makes you complete as a person. When you mention compassion, that's something that's lacking in a lot of areas today. And you know, there should be a lot more compassion out there. And you're just you're flowing with it. I love this, Alicia. You're I'm so glad you come on the show. I know. I'm so glad, too. And I hope we get more shows to do. And it's just, I am so thankful and honored and blessed to be able to talk about these things and other people to hear this. You know, if there's 
women out there or young teens and men that, you know, are very, they don't want to talk about these things because they're afraid or they're ashamed of themselves. I want those people to come out today and I want them to say one positive thing about themselves, whether it's, wow, my hair looks awesome today or, wow, these jeans, I couldn't fit in these jeans four months ago and they fit now. Like that is a huge accomplishment for any human being to be able to self basically kind of talk about yourself and not like big headed type, you know, you don't want to get that extent because then it just doesn't get good. <laughs> then, then it gets bad. <laughs> but, you know, there's been so many things that, that bother me, um, especially watching TV. Um, for example, we watch the media and I know there's a lot of people out here in this world that watch, you know, e-news and they watch celebrities and they watch, you know, um, different people that are, you know, size six and size 12s and, you know, the media portrays this type of image for us women and men, men to have six packs to be models in order to have that type of look, you've got to look this certain way to be a Victoria's Secret model. You've got to have this certain physique to you that makes, you know, the media want to love you. And that's not the point. The point of the matter is the media is sending every person in this world the wrong message. The message that needs to be put out into the media is that everybody is and can be accepted for who they are and what they are in their body and their race. It does not matter your sexuality. It does not matter your color. It's everything. And there's a man that also inspired me. His name is Nick. Um, he's, he's got a very weird last name. I think it's an Italian last name. Uh, he has no arms and no legs. And he, um, right. he preaches for different churches. And there are people that have just completely opened up to him, people that were in gangs that didn't want to do it anymore, that wanted to live for God, that wanted to change their life. And if somebody that simple can change thousands of lives, that's what I want to do with me. That, that is my whole point of making my blog page and making my beauty sparkles within page is to make people come out of their shell and say, you know what, you have inspired me. I feel beautiful. I've had people tell me stories that I have inspired them. I've made them go out and put a dress on that they have never worn for 10 or 15 years. And that, to me, means more than anything in this world that I help somebody every single day. Wonderful. I just, uh, I'm, I am blown away by this. You know, a lot of women your age, you know, are still, you know, they're still, uh, you know, dealing with and struggling with uh, that, you know, um, self-esteem issues and, you know, am I good enough? I, I'll admit I'm I'm a 38-year-old woman and I have my days where I wake up and I look in the mirror and I go, oh, you know, just it's those days, those few days that you have that, that you you have to pick yourself back up again. You know, you may you may fall, but you always pick yourself back up again. And, you know, you are putting this message out. And I'm sure today someone listening may be having one of those days. Yeah. And, you know, it's picking them right back up. You know, it's just, uh, you know, they're going to look at themselves in the mirror and they're going to say, you know, um, you know, this, I am. I am a beautiful person. I am worth it. 
I am strong. I am smart. So, yes. And that's a lot of things that people misconcept, you know, just because of, like you had spoken about earlier, a lot of people that are the bullies or, you know, people that dictate people and they, they're at them all the time, those are the people that have the insecurities. They aren't happy with the way they look. They're not happy with the way their body type is. Or they're just plain, they're just evil. And that's how this world is. There's a lot of evil people. There's a lot of ignorance in this world and society. And if there were more people in this world that were compassionate and loving and helping and wanting to help others be able to come out of their shell and just open up, this world would be a completely different place. And it would be, there would be happiness, there would be peace, and there would be kindness. You see people doing a complete 360. But the world, and like I said, the media has made and brainwashed women and men to think that it is okay to look this way. But for a plus-size model, for example, it's not okay. It's not okay to be a size 22. Or it's not okay to be a size 3 or 4X. I, myself, I am a, I am a heavy-set woman. And I can never find any clothes no matter where I go. Bras, shirts, pants. It's very hard for plus-size women to buy clothing because not only can you not find them, but then the prices are more expensive. Now, why would a plus-size piece of clothing that is no different from the T-shirt on that other rack that is a size small, medium, or large be more expensive? It is because the media does not want people to be big. And it is okay to be big. It is okay to be skinny. It's okay to be big. As long as you are happy with your inner self and you are happy with the way that you look, that is all that matters inside. And God bless every single person out there that is trying to lose weight for themselves, not for anybody else. May God bless you and get you through your path and get you to where you want to be and anybody for that point in the matter. You're, you're right, right on, right on. But I was just going to say, if there is anybody listening right now, you can call in to speak, to share your story, to, you know, to even say, you know, if you, you're listening to Alicia speaking and, and she's giving you that, that push the the number to call in is 646-929-2451. Uh, any listeners, welcome to call in anytime and join us in this conversation. I'm just, uh, I'm really touched. I'm, I'm sitting here. I got a big smile on my face and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for this moment, you know, going moment to moment here with this, uh, with this I, show. Uh, and, yeah. Ladies, I have a question. Uh, uh, Alicia and also for you, Rosemary, uh, where does the turning point? Where do you all of a sudden say, "Wow, um, uh, there is something to love here"? Well, after I had went through a traumatic loss um, of my aunt, my aunt Donna passed away um, last year in January on the fourth. God bless her soul, and God, you know, rest easy for her. She was my pride and my joy, and. She always told me as a kid, I've been with her since birth, she actually was the first person that came in to the hospital to see me, and I've been with her my whole life, and 
You know, she always made me feel beautiful. She made me feel like you can do anything, Alicia. Anything you pursue in your life, you can conquer. You can do this. And after she had passed, it seemed like my life had kind of went downhill for a little while there. And I'm like, look, this is not who I am. I am an upbeat person. I am loving. I am caring. And I need to bring that back. And I need to help others. If I can pull myself out of my own shell and say, okay, this is what I need to do in order for me to be able to accept the way I am, that's what I need to do. And just thinking about her every day and praying to God and asking for God for forgiveness for me going down through that path and having that hard time in my life and now coming up on top and I'm, I'm happy, I've... I've become a whole different person since then, and now I want to help others. I want others to open up and just share their story. You know, there's things I'm still going through uh, with seizures, uh, high anxiety and panic disorder, and I am very open with that. I tell people about that. I tell people about my stories. You know, my friends call me up for advice. You know, how do I do this? What's going on in my life? I don't know how to do this. And the next day I'll get another phone call. Thank you so much for everything you've done and those words of encouragement. They meant a lot to me because basically it was all because of my Aunt Donna. She is the one that turned my life around and God. And for the grace of God to be able to bring me back to who I am right now is more, I cannot be more thankful or grateful for all the things I have in my life right now. Great. Uh, can you talk about the anxiety part of it? What what brings on the anxiety? Oh, wow. Uh, let's see. I started having anxiety about the age of 14, almost 15. Um, I actually went through a traumatic, a traumatic part in my life where my stepmother and my father had uh, very verbally and mentally had abused me. Um, they were very rotten. They were not, they were not good people. And they would not, they, they actually, I struggled with an eating disorder for about three to four years because they would, they would lock refrigerators on me. They would mark food. They would lock up cabinets and they'd be at work all day long. And I would struggle with an eating disorder. I wouldn't eat. And then when I would eat, I, I, Obviously, I would vomit, and I struggled with anorexia. My doctor told me that at my weight that I could not keep going that way or else I, I wouldn't be here. And I've gone through so many different things with deaths with families and things like that. Mostly my anxiety comes on with um, stress, seizures, things like that. But I'm also on medication now, which actually has been working. I used it before in the past. And it's absolutely phenomenal. I'm doing much better with it. My anxiety is doing great. And I have awesome doctors. My doctor, his name is Dr. Minot. He is a phenomenal psychiatrist. He has been my doctor for eight years. And I, God bless his soul. He is one amazing man. And I could not be more thankful for him and everything that he has done for me. Uh, that's super. Uh, let me ask you if there are any books or um, mentors or uh, paths that you've done on the spiritual side to help you deal with all of this. Let's see. Well, I got baptized when I was 15. Um, I had 
at that point in time, as a young teen, I was kind of like a reckless teen. I was like, you know, doing everything that a regular teen girl would do, you know, going out and hanging out with her friends, going to the movies or, you know, going to parties. And then I realized, I was like, you know, I don't, this isn't my lifestyle. I should, I don't want to live like this. And my mother's very religious. We're a Christian family. And I accept any any type of religion, to be honest. I'm not, I'm not judgmental. Um, I've gone through uh, churches. I used to actually, believe it or not, and this is this happened about, I'd say, about five years ago. Um, we're not rich. We're not we're not fancy. I live in a trailer. It's nothing spectacular. And I, you know, I just. Uh, it's filled with love. My house is filled with love and happiness, and that's the most important thing in my life. And I used to go to food banks, and I would volunteer at a food bank across the street from our house. Um, when we were low on food, I'd go to food banks and get food pantries. Um, and I'm not ashamed of it because I knew I needed the help. I needed to feed my family. I would go to food banks with my mother and my sister. And the lines of people, these people that needed to have food, that didn't have, you know, a food supplement type program to help them, or even just working and couldn't afford food for their families. Um, I did benefits. I used to sing and do benefits for a man named Tommy Dean who passed away quite a few years ago. I used to sing and do guitar and play. I would do four to six to eight hour gigs at a time, and I would raise money. And this money would go to families who couldn't afford Christmas or families that had had their homes burnt down and lost everything they had. And at the end of the show, people would come up to me and they'd say, okay, well, here's your half for playing. I said, no, I do not want to accept the money. I want you to put it in the jar for that family because I know that family needs it more than I do. And at that point in time in my life was when I really started opening up and I turned to God and it's changed my whole life. It has changed everything, my aspects on how I live, um, the way I pray, the way my family lives. We're very happy. We're very loving, and we accept anybody and everybody. And my stepfather, uh, Arthur Williams, he actually used to preach um, at churches, and he's very, very, very smart, very smart man, kind-hearted. He's been in my life since I was about eight or nine years old. So he's grown up with me, and I think of him as a father figure. Um, just so many things in my life that I'm so grateful for and that my family has done, and my mother, and the things that she does. She crochets uh, scarves and hats and beanies for kids that have cancer or skin diseases or things like that that I've posted on my timelines and things like that. And it's just changed our lives. It really has God and everybody that we've come in contact with, they have changed my life completely. Fantastic. Yeah, that's great, great stuff. So, but, um, you know, I guess maybe if there's somebody out there struggling, uh, is there a formula? Do you, uh, you know, what do you, what do you, how do you get there? I mean, I guess, you know, I'm looking for something, um, you know, what is it, that realization that there is something to love inside? Oh, gee, let's see. The real thing to love inside is my God. That That is that is my strength, God and my fiancé. He has helped me through a lot of things, my mother. 
Um, and if there's people out there that are struggling with, you know, the same similarities or anything like that, I do also on my blog page, which is called Share a Prayer, um, there's also a line on there that I've posted that you can inbox me through my uh, Caring Bridge blog page and dial a prayer. So if there's somebody out there in need that has a loss of a family member or needs just a simple prayer to lift them up in the morning, they have my number. That number is always, always on call. Anybody that needs a prayer, it's called Dial a Prayer, and I have my phone number for it. And I've had multiple people dial a prayer, multiple. And it's, it's phenomenal, and it makes me feel like this is what I am here to do. And this is my reason to be here on earth is to help people and to guide people and to help them with everything that they're struggling with and to open them up and make them feel like, I can do this. I can become this. I can overcome these harsh times in life. And that is my goal for every human being on this earth, and that is why God has put me here, is to help people, to guide people, and to make people feel beautiful no matter what you look like. That is my, that is my saying to every person out there listening today, every person in this world, that is what I want everybody to know. Beautiful stuff, beautiful words. Uh, so I guess that, uh, do you feel that you actually made the decision or do you feel that a power greater than you kind of helped you realize this? And how do you access it? God did it. I really do because I went through, like I said, the traumatic loss of my aunt and ever since then and I went through that deep hole and that spiral, it seems like nothing was going right in my life. I couldn't get my testing done for my seizures and my for epilepsy and for my hip and my back. And the governor has changed all the laws, and I lost my main care when I turned uh, 21 in April or 22, and I lost everything. I've lost complete testing. I've gone. I have gone to the hospitals and done charity care for them to pay for my testing to be done. I've opened up Social Security. This is my fourth time reenacting it and reopening my case. I have done so many things to try to help myself to be able to know what's going on with my body and my things and everything that's going on around me. And honestly, that turning point in my life when I woke up and I said, you know what, God is going to help me. And the power behind a prayer is more than any person in this world could ever realize. One single prayer from one person can change somebody's day in an instant. Very true. Very true. Yeah, Rose, uh, my, do you want to add there, Rosemary? Yes, yes. I was saying, you mentioned about, you know, what brings it out. Well, Looking at it, you know, just from a, uh, a personal standpoint, I I came to that realization one day when I said, well, the person that I am going to have to, I quote, as I would say, deal with <laughs> for the rest of my life is myself. So I right. had to look within. I had to look within myself and, yes, reach out to a higher and just say, you know, I had to find it, it wasn't what I looked like, very, you know, as, as Alicia's saying, it was how I was treating others, how I was going moment to moment each day. And 
taking it easier on myself. I was, I put myself through, I, I had stressed myself out. So I realized that I, I had to just cut that out and just, you know, start focusing on the moment and what good I could do for myself that would also be good for others. So if I'm, you know, if I'm stressed, I'm going to be stressing others out. You know, I'm a parent to a special needs child, so, you know, I need to keep myself balanced. I need to keep myself, you know, uh, mentally, emotionally, you know, balanced. So I, of course, prayed. I did. And I also meditated. I meditate a lot. I look deep within me to find, you know, to find that light within me. And that's how I came to say that I was worth it, that that I could do anything, that I, you know, that I told myself. I mean, nobody else could tell me what I could do. It was me to make the decision. I was the only one standing in my own way. So, you know, and that's it. That's everyone, if if they're, yeah, if they're, you know, I say, well, I can't do this. Well, then guess what? (laughs) You know, exactly. Yeah, I can really agree with you. I, that is 100%. That was right on cue. And it is, it's very, it's a self-inflicted type of thing. You have to basically wake yourself up and say, okay, hey, look, if I'm stressed out, and I'm in this type of environment, I'm going to stress everybody else out around me, so I need to reflect on myself and base myself off of what good I can do and positivity and not negative and just really turn yourself over into a completely different person. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like your daughter, for example, uh, Rosie, she is an absolute blessing and she, she is, is- beautiful and I've prayed for your family I have kept her in my prayers I have you know and she is a unbelievably beautiful smart talented young lady and she is going to go so far in life and I can see it as it is she is going to become something that nobody in this world would ever expect she is going to become a beautiful strong caring loving woman and it's because of you and your strength that you give to everybody and anybody that's around you, your positivity and your lovingness is just going to expand within your whole life and hers. Thank you, Alicia. I'm... So both of you are saying then, I mean, I understand that, God, but you started from what I, it sounds like to me by shutting out the noise of the outside. Yes. And and going inside. Exactly. That's exactly right. Absolutely. So I, you know, I'm a big uh, Steve Jobs fan, and I love his, uh, you know, his approach to using, getting out of your head Mm -hmm. and going your heart and your intuition. And I... I'm also a big advocate of the inner voice that we all have. That's and right. That is, that's the real voice, not the voice that's on television or the media or society. Right. That's all. That's all nothing, really, when it comes down to the real truth. So do you yep. want to, um, Alicia, do you want to talk about how you started to listen to that? 
Well, honestly, I started listening to that, um, I'd probably say right after I moved in with my mother and I had gone through the traumatic things of my father and things like that, I had basically sat there and I said, you know, I have been tormented. I've gone through so many different deaths in my family and all these traumatic things with my mother. I've almost lost my mom three different times due to surgeries and medications and et cetera, et cetera. And I turned myself to God and I, and I told myself, I'm shutting out all the negative. I do not need negativity. I need positive feedback. I need people in my life that are going to listen, that I can help, and that I can pull this out of myself and share with everyone else. Because I used to be a, a quiet person. I never opened up about my feelings. I never used to talk about how I felt. I wouldn't even go and talk to counselors because I just I couldn't do it. And now that I have that strength to be able to open up and share with the entire world my stories and everything I've gone through, I want to help everybody and anybody that I possibly can in this world. Everybody. Well, uh, again, phenomenal. Um, how do you trust uh, that, that voice? I mean, do you want to talk about that a little bit? A lot of people have trouble with that. Um, what, basically what that, in other terms, I'm going to break that down into yourself as you look at yourself and you conflict yourself, a lot of women, a lot of men, teens, etc. they look at themselves and they say, wow, this outfit looks terrible, or this looks awful, or I look so terrible in these pajamas and whatnot. You need to block that out. You need to tell yourself every day that you wake up, okay, I am thankful to be awake today. I am so blessed to have another day on earth. I am so lucky to have this life that I have. Even if there is bad things in your life, try to take that negative and turn it into something positive. Like I said, if any callers call in, I would like to hear one caller or anybody that calls in to say one positive thing about their day their child, their family, what they are grateful for, and something that may have changed their life as well. Not only just me and, you know, Rosie as well, but other people around this world that need that help and maybe need that little kind of like a nudge to say, hey, it's okay to come out and talk about it because we're here to listen and we're here to help. And it brings me back to the conflict with the media. The media is sending a completely wrong message to everybody. You need to listen to yourself, you need to meditate, you need to pray, and you need to ask for help. Help is the biggest thing of all, and it is so easy to say, okay, I need help. Whether you're an addict, it's hard to say, I need help. But if you can build up that courage inside of yourself and reflect it in a positive way and say, I need help, I don't know how to get the help. Could you please help me find and seek the help that I need? That is what is portrayed in this world and needs to be done. You know, you hit on um, my favorite subject, is that we are only very limited in what we, even though we have great power within, there's only so much we can do, isn't it? Exactly. And right. and at the times that the times that I've seen the huge shift in my life and the uh, things, different 
the, in fact, some of the most amazing accomplishments have come not from trying to control. Right. But the times when I've let go, and sounds to me, uh, Alicia, that's what you're talking about when you say you found God. I did. You, I did. You, and it's remarkable. You gave it up. You gave it up to a power greater than yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, there's people out here that have, like I said, different religions and, you know, things like that. And people, you know, and I honestly, this is this is what breaks my heart. And it really, it kind of, um, well, let's see how I can put this into words. It kind of breaks my heart, but it also kind of upsets me at the same time that people who don't believe or don't, you know, reflect off of God, you know, like I said, no matter what, a lot of people that different sexualities, they say, oh, well, you're, you're going to go to hell. You're not going to go to the kingdom of heaven. If you find and you seek love, no matter what your sexuality is, no matter what race, no matter what, it is nothing that anybody can judge you about. And the only one that can judge is God. There is nobody in this world that can judge another human being on any type of body structure, sexuality, race, whatever it may be. You are not the person to judge anybody that is going to judge or have a say in that is going to be God. And God is the one that will seek to you and he will seek and find that you will be happy. And he will seek and find that you need this and you need a change in life and that you need to believe in the Lord. Well, again, that um, that voice is in, you know, and I, I always ask people, you know, see, because judgment, there is no judgment when there's love, is there? That's right. None at all. And love even for, even for God, even for God, is there? If he's an all-loving God, there really is no judgment, is there? That's right. Amen to that. And so... You know, I ask a lot of people who are believers, you know, that to them, God is on the outside. And I then ask the question, well, we all know that he's all-powerful or that God is all-powerful, no matter what, whether God is woman or man or female or male or just right. it. And so how could it be so limited that it can't be inside you? It, it's very true. That's a very good point, uh, Tom. That is a very good point. And a lot of people, and it has, you know, let's let's talk about the Bible. The Bible was written hundreds of thousands of years ago, and there's people, man-made, that have redone the New Testament, and they've written new things. So how do us people that, you know, are, you know, that believe in God or worship their lords or their gods, that, that that how that isn't true because it's so man-made and has been written so many millions of times over the course of, you know, 20, 30, 40 years that you don't know exactly what to believe in the Lord. And I think that's where a lot of people get confused is like, oh, well, this Testament says this and the Old Testament says that. What you need to believe is deep inside of you, in your heart. If you can sit here and say, I know that God is with me. I know that a loved one that's passed away is with me. I can feel it. You can sense it. Mm -hmm. That is when you know that the power of Jesus and the Lord above is inside of you, and God has mercy on everybody that believes in the Lord, and God bless every single one of them. 
because if there's people that are afraid to come out and say, I am a Christian, you know, my family doesn't believe in the Christianity, do not be afraid to come out and say, I do believe in Jesus Christ, and I do believe in the Lord, because there is nothing that is more acceptable than the love of Jesus Christ and the Lord above, and the power of a prayer. Well, and again, it doesn't does it really matter what you call it. No, it, it doesn't really. It, as long as as long as you believe and you pray and you sit there and you love your God and you worship which God of your religion that you have, by all means, that is that more power to you. And that and that being does. Real, we're really. I was in. Uh, it was interesting. I was in Argentina a few years back, and I was talking to a, a couple of uh, students, college students, and I was using uh, the word, uh, searching for the word heaven. Right. And I told them that I forgot the word heaven, and I asked them in Spanish, "Donde vive Dios? Where does yeah. God live?" Mm-hmm. And they looked at me, one in particular, and she looked at me incredulous that I would ask such a thing. Yeah. She answered me, well, looked into my eyes, got close to my face, and said, Donde vive Dios? Where does God live? Tu no sabes? You don't know? Dios vive en los corazones de la gente. God lives in the hearts of the people. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And there I therein I got a theology lesson, didn't I? Yes. <laughs> and there therein lies the answer, doesn't it? That stop listening to your head. Because right. your head is your head is filled with all the programmed media, the programmed gossip, the programmed parenting, the programmed bullying. That's all running around in your head, isn't it? Oh, yeah, most definitely. And the thing that you need to do is you need to take all of that in from your head, like you were saying, and put it into your heart because that's where it all is. And that, if you can have that emotional connection with yourself in your heart and you know whole willingly and wholeheartedly that you know that God is living within you, inside your heart, and that you are a good, compassionate person who is loving and caring, that is the most amazing gift of all, is knowing that you have that inside of your heart and that you have been blessed to have that ability. Well, well put. Listen, this has been absolutely incredible, ladies. You, uh, I am... You know, things happen for a reason when my microphone didn't work, and it took me a long time to figure out how I could get in, and I actually <laughs> had to call in as a guest. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have aborted the show, and I certainly didn't want to do that. Um, Rosemary, I'm going to give it back to you. I don't know if you want to wind it up or if you've got more to add. or. Well, I I just want to say I know we had planned a show previously with you, Alicia, and you couldn't make it. And I'm so glad that you decided to join us. And well, you know, I want to, now that you brought that up, I just saw your video down in February, Alicia. Yes. 
And you, uh, on your Facebook page, where you were saying, oh, you were so pleased and da-da-da-da-da to um, be on the show. And obviously, to some people, you know, now that you've done it, you realize that it's really nothing, is it? Well... There's there's nothing to be... In other words, I'm saying there's, there's nothing to have any trepidation or fear over. Yes. I, well, I don't really know. Like, I'm getting out to people. I want people to hear my story. I want people to hear my voice. I want them to be able to open up. I I would love for people to send me every day more feedback and open up and be able to share their stories with me and... You know, if there's more people, if we end up doing another show at some point, you know, that that would be absolutely phenomenal, and I would be so grateful for that. Yeah, i do that. But obviously there was trepidation. It's no secret. You were kind of, you know, there was a little bit of a barrier to you doing yeah. that. And really, yeah, so why don't you talk about that a little bit? All of a sudden yesterday I got this great Facebook message, hey, I want to do the show. What is that? Because uh, I think that's all part of the process here of this awakening, this letting go, this trusting something bigger than ourselves and going to our heart. So what happened? I think what it was was I was in, when I wanted to do the show, I think it was so overwhelming with all the feedback I was getting from my Beauty Sparkles Within page and all these different people that were messaging me with stories. And and then Rosie had messaged me and she goes, oh, I'd love to have you come on the show with me and Tom and you know, do a phone interview and, you know, whatever and all that stuff. And I was like, wow, this is overwhelming. So I kind of sat back and thought about it. And I'm like, okay, let's take a breather. And then I finally was like, okay, I am sharing my story with everybody. I want this to be out and exposed. I want it to come out to people. And I want people to hear me once and for all. And finally, maybe... I can touch the lives of other people around me that may be going through the same thing I'm going through, or Rosie, for example. Anybody that is going through any type of those struggles, I finally wanted to open up and say, you know what, I'm doing this interview, I'm doing this on the radio because I want people to come out and be more kind. I want people to hear my story. I want people to be able to say, wow, I have a lot of things in common with this woman and I would like to speak more with her and touch base with her and things like that. So it really becomes down to, you know, the, the Course in Miracles really boils everything down to two basic principles. Number one, there are only two choices in life, love or fear. Yep. And I feel love always, is stronger than fear. Yeah, and love, yeah, absolutely. And there's always, always only one problem in life. And that is separation from your source. Yep. Whatever you feel that source to be. When you're separated from your heart and your intuition and you think you're out there alone doing all of this, when really all we can do is our best. And when you surrender and let go, somehow it gets taken care of, doesn't it? That's right. That is absolutely right. Hey, well, I'm going to turn it back to you, Rosemary, if you want to close it out or you want to continue. It's up to you. Okay, I'm just looking at the clock, too, to see what we have for time left as well, make sure that we don't get cut off here. But I do want to say again, thank you so much for, for you know, saying letting go, Alicia, taking that little leap, coming on the show, sharing your story, 
really putting the positive out there. Um, say I have, you know, the, the listeners that are listening, you know, who who knows, you know, they they could have woke up this morning, as I said before, you know, with a frown. Now they have a smile. So that's, you know, the like I said, love is so much stronger. As Tom was saying, than fear. It's so much stronger than than I want to say anything. Anything negative out there, positivity definitely definitely reigns over it. So exactly. I have a question. When the show started, did you hear the music? Yes, I, I did. Yes, and I actually liked that song, believe it or not. <laughs> well, I thought, you know, I did that kind of as a tongue-in-cheek thing, but I think it's extremely... Um, it definitely fit our conversation, for sure. I do love that song. That was a very good opening okay. song for this. Because when will I be loved? When will I be loved? Because we all those all those things that the song talks about the rejection. I've been lied to. I've been mistreated. I've oh, been yeah. a, When will I be loved? And the answer is when you decide to love yourself. Love, love yourself. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Applause on that one. And that is the perfect. <laughs> If you want to win this, and Alicia, you were fantastic. Both of you ladies, I'm so proud of you. You did a fantastic job. We'll close out with that song. Wonderful, Tom. Let's go. Let's rock Thank on this There <laughs> we right, go. Tom. That was Upbeat with Tom Hayes, Rosemary Young, and Alicia. I'm the Love Yourself. I've been my-